the Chinese year of the black milkshake. Welcome to Black Milkshake Comedy Podcast with me, Jorma Kirko, and him, Ray Mack. And we're back in our local juicer, James Joyce Irish Pub Istanbul, our sponsors for episode 49. You can also find some of our older episodes on Grow Radio UK, home of the biggest selection of podcasts 24 7 a day. Yes, and this week's show is fuller than my shoes were with rain. Even Actually, my wellies were with rain due to this <laughs> inclement weather today. It's absolutely horrific. I've been walking around in wellies, and even they got soaked through the trousers. Same for you, Ray, I'm guessing. It's like being thrown into a swimming pool. Anyway... On this stormy day, we have one stormer of a show. So Morgan Friedman has a poem about the beauty of the sunset. We've got True or False. We've got King Charles and Meghan clashing about organic eggs or white privilege, whichever way you look at it. And we're playing a song by Matt Nagin, the very talented comedian and rapper who wants to raise awareness for Crohn's disease, an illness he's lived with for 30 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm actually looking quite forward to that. You told me about that a while back, Jimmy. Mm. I, li- I listened to that uh, rap song that we're actually going to play a bit later on. It's got that kind of nice Eminem, Dr. Dre feel about it. And lyrically, it does detail, well, whole thing, really. <laughs> it, it, it really does. It doesn't. Whole, to some extent, is quite appropriate, but... Don't envy Matt at all, but to be honest, I think it's brilliant that he's created something out of it, but something funny as well. Fabulous. Yeah, anyway, in the meantime, let's go over to Morgan Friedman, who's reading a poem inspired by the beauty of sunset in Wales and how quickly it turns dark. Shakers, here it is right now. You know, Shakers, being an actor is a fine profession. When I was a boy, I used to enjoy watching people in my neighborhood. The mechanic, the mother, dragging four screaming children, the local cop, and the pool shark. I used to imagine what it would be like to be them. And I used to perform monologues in my head thinking about what things would be in their day-to-day lives. That was how I first knew I wanted to be on stage and in movies. But in the second part of my life, I've been blessed to come out of retirement and work with my old friends, Yorma and Ray, as their resident poet. Being a poet is different from acting because in my poetry, I have to be me. There's no pretense. I have to express my own thoughts and feelings rather than just the ones on a script. And it makes me see the world with different eyes and appreciate the little things that bit more. So here's a poem dedicated to Nala in Singapore and it's called Sunset by Morgan Friedman. As the sky turns into hues of red and gold, Tranquil, unchanged since days of old. Its calming embrace, its autumnal glow. The day's death dawns when the sun is low. An early firefly twinkles in the twilight. The stars come out, welcome the night. Silence but for the bleating of roaming sheep. Their innocence is enough to make me weep. North is the direction for all beasts bearing wool. As I contemplate this, my mind becomes full of travel in pastures and verdant vales, reminding me of a man I knew from Wales, a son of Glendower, a farmer's son, a tale comes to mind told me by someone about the valleys and their people's tastes, 
They do things with sheep that I find quite base. Too crude. It makes me sick to my belly. Sticking the sheep's back legs down his wellies. Immobile. Confused by this heinous deed. Until Taffy murmurs and ejects his seed. Was he lampooning just because I'm black? Does he really see sheep as things to shag? The sunset glow forced me to think of this tale. One thing's for certain, I'll never go to Wales. <laughs> Jimmy, Wales is definitely not on my to-do list. I'm always talking about my to-do in theory. Though, you won't pull the wool over our Morgan's eyes, pal. <laughs> Jimmy, I overheard this from you, actually. He has the, uh, he has all that Volta thing going on, and his Volta is spectacular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hence a poem, isn't it, Jimmy? Absolutely. People at home not sure what a Volta is. It's where the tone of a poem changes completely in the middle, and Morgan is our expert. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to any of our listeners in Wales. And if you are offended, I will have strong words with him. I do promise you. <laughs> yeah, it's funny he wrote that this week, and I'm talking about wellies, isn't it? It's almost as if I think I must have been inspired to buy some wellies after he wrote that poem. Definitely not the definitely not the other way around. <laughs> Okay, let's change. Are you ready <laughs> yeah. for some true, true or false, Jimmy? Yes, I think we need our very own Volta now, don't we? So <laughs> We uh, recently uh, uh, interviewed the excellent Michael Maloney. Yeah, we did, yeah. Uh, and we forgot, actually, Jimmy, during that interview to do the uh, true or false section. Oh, excuse me. Bless you. Sorry about that. It has been pissing down nonstop yeah. all day, so I can imagine why you're doing that. But we didn't do the uh, true or false section, so I thought it would be a shame to uh, throw those into the dustbin. Let's do one of them plus another one, okay? Or two of them, as we as we say in mathematics. Say. Celebrity. Dermot Kennedy, mm -hmm. Irish singer-songwriter, is known for his soulful voice and heartfelt lyrics, Jimmy. Gained attention Wait, for outnumbering. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm going to have to start all over again with all your... I'm sorry. Sneezing. I'm going to try and stop sneezing, but I've got, I've got something in my eye, unfortunately. Anyway, let's see what we can do. Here, take that toilet yeah. paper there. All right, thanks. <laughs> I hope that'll do the trick. Yeah. Do you want to, here, drink that, get that into you. Yeah. Okay. do you all the good in the world. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he gained attention outnumbering Jimmy. Giant, power over me, better day, kiss me, and many others. As a teenager, Dermot was invited to open support act for Johnny Logan in the sold-out <laughs> show in the Olympia <laughs> in Dublin. <laughs> Johnny Logan. Johnny Logan. Oh, How, yeah, exactly. How old is 
Dermot Kennedy? Be in his thirties, early thirties. He, he would be, yeah, like I'd say mid late thirties, maybe. Yeah. Right, and I'm thinking, you know, Johnny Logan must be at least 112 by now. I think we'd be looking at somebody more our age, to be honest, right? And I do actually know the answer to this because when, I think I do. When we interviewed Michael Maloney, who's coming up in two weeks, he told us a great story, didn't he, about Dermot Kennedy. And just before we did that, I'd done quite a bit of Googling. So I actually think it was Glenn Hansard. It was Glenn Hansard. Glenn Hansard was an Irish folk singer, the lead singer of The Frames, Jimmy. Kennedy didn't become a well-known artist until actually he was in his 20s. And he reached fame with his single Outnumbered, released in 2019, winter number six in the UK singles charts, number one in several other countries. Lynn Hansard, Jimmy, appeared in the BAFTA-winning film The Commitments, 1991. And he was cast as Outspan Foster, the band's guitarist. Was he? No. Yeah? Oh. I'd heard... That he was in it, but I didn't know he was actually in the band. And he yeah. was in that—he was in that film of his own, wasn't he? I'm trying to think what it was called. Mm. Um, what the hell was it called, Ray? Father Ted. <laughs> <laughs> out, out of Africa. Don't <laughs> <laughs> want that kind of thing. You racist. What was it called? I think ty- this is now the time to actually use some phrase Wikipedia. Come on, Ray, let's see if we can get this. <laughs> he was, he was. What was the name of that film called that he was in? It would be... Oh, God. I'm not as good at Wikipedia as you are. Uh, awards and nominations, discography, the frames, the swell season films. Da, da, da. Once it was called. Ah, oh, really? Yeah. Christ. So, Here's me doing an impression of Ray now. Once is a 2007 Irish romantical musical drama film, Jimmy, uh, written and directed by John Carney. The film stars Glenn Hansard and Marquetta Irglova as two struggling musicians in Dublin, Ireland. It's actually, it's all right. The music's good in it. I actually thought that the the story didn't massively get going. Uh, But have a look for it. It's good good for the music. Anyway... I went once, once in a blue moon. To cut a long story short, John Wayne Bobbitt's ex-wife, Lorena Bobbitt, mm-hmm. cut her husband's long hair while he was sleeping because he constantly refused to get it cut, as she absolutely, Jimmy, detested it and said to him several times <laughs> that he looked like a right bollocks with long locks <laughs> well i think the bollocks might have something that's quite in it but it wasn't his hair it was his knob wasn't it <laughs> <laughs> it's john thomas <laughs> Wait a minute. how low how low can a woman go pal she cut off his langer john thomas third leg ding dong giggle stick come gone with oh. a kitchen knife, and she later, literally, flung it out of her car window, just like throwing meat to a feckin' dog, Jimmy. Well, I suppose that's what she was doing, really, wasn't it? What a bitch. 
<laughs> I get that. Oh, but he had a rough time there, didn't he? <laughs> Did he ever get it back? Right. <laughs> I'm going to tell you the story. You're going to love this. Too. Go on then. Pin back your luck holes. A few hours later, doctors were told by police they had located the penis in a field undamaged. The officers who had found it, Jimmy, had taken it to the 7-Eleven, right. where they put it on ice, concealed it in a brown paper hot dog bag. Two doctors <laughs> then began a delicate surgery that would uh -huh. take nine hours, Jimmy, to complete. Main focus, Jimmy, was reconnecting the arteries, veins, and nerves. Mm -hmm. So Bobbitt would have sensation and blood could flow in and out of the organ. Mm -hmm. The two doctors, Jimmy, had successfully reattached his John Thomas. And was it functional again? Ah, well, you bite me and keep me. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> this is good. Bobbitt said after he heard the news, it's like opening Christmas presents on Christmas Day and you're a little kid, so I was so excited. Bobbitt went on to say, I was so excited so delighted i called my mum and told her i had an erection she didn't want to hear about it no I she, bet said, she, didn't. she said no she says you gotta talk to your father about that he went on to say it's normal now i don't want to mess with it it's been true the ringer w-r-i-e-r <laughs> oh god god I'm sorry. In addition, Shakers, Bobbitt has starred in an autobiographical pornographic movie called Uncut. And oh, is planning, Yeah, and is planning a sequel. <laughs> he also worked, Jimmy, on a music CD, which were cover versions of songs such as Chuck Berry, My Dingaling, <laughs> Vanilla Ice, renamed Slice Slice Baby, Brian Adams cuts like a knife. Yeah. And finally, Cat Stevens, the first cut. Is, is the deepest. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Did we ever find out why she did it? Oh, the jealousy for much, I believe. Have you got that handy there? <laughs> <laughs> not, his, not his John Thomas. Wikipedia. <laughs> uh, no, I've not. I've, I've switched it off. To I'm cut a... to the edge, yeah. To cut to the chase, he made most... <laughs> Of his new famed fortune, Jimmy, believe it or not, on porn, with his newborn again, John Thomas. Right. Now, back to the uh, crazy Lorena Bobbitt, Jimmy. And did all you shakers out there know she remarried only this time, Jimmy? She married a Russian, and now her name is Lorena Kuchikokov. In theory, <laughs> theoretically speaking, looks like she's Russian to finish the job, pal. <laughs> very good, very good. <laughs> Finally, ladies, if you're ready for a man who has hopefully learned his lesson, I'm told Bobbitt is now currently involved with anyone romantically. He's not, actually. That's right, Shakers. He's unattached, Jimmy. Mm, I'm, I bet he is. I've actually just got this up on the internet here on well, ABC News. Knock me out. And uh, apparently he described it as being a nightmare, which I could, I could see. <clears throat> apparently woke him up. He said, which I, I would have thought that it did. And his yeah. fr his friend who'd been staying over started screaming as soon as he saw the blood everywhere. 
Bobbitt said. He was going crazy. I wonder why the friend was going crazy and he wasn't. And he was 20, 26. He was in a hospital within 10 minutes, apparently. What was that, 25 years ago, Jimmy? I don't know how long ago it was. Let me see it's what year it is. This is an article from 2018. Yeah, 1993. 1993. Anyway, yeah. So there's a Thanks. story for you. Thanks for cutting to the chase. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> right. What have we got next? <laughs> Not my langer, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what is next, Jimmy? <laughs> now, Ray, it's about time uh, we, we're going to play this song now by Matt Nagin, or uh, Lil Cronzy, as he calls himself, performing his song, Illist MC. But before we do, do you know what it is that uh, Crohn's disease, right? No, no. And you're a great man, and you're going to tell me all about well, it. Well, all I knew about it, when, when I spoke to Matt, all I remembered was that it was something that King Alfred the Great had. His life was pretty much miserable because he, he couldn't really eat anything. So he could, he could only eat gruel. I wondered if it was a new, because it's also called IBD, Irritable yeah. Bowel Disorder. And I was wondering if it was, that was a, you know, a new politically correct name for Irritable Bowel Syndrome, but it's not. It's it's a lot worse than that, actually. It's, it's similar to colitis. And what it does is it makes the, as I believe, it makes the colon contract so that you're it, basically in a lot of pain and it reacts with every food that you, well, every kind of food that you need to eat. And poor Matt's had this for 30 years and he's, you know, he's still going. He actually says he's making a surprise and slight recovery on this one. But here he is explaining some of the problems that a young man with this rather unpleasant illness has to deal with on a regular basis. So let's go, Lil Cronzy. Good skills. Lil Cronzy. Getting Cronzy up in your bathroom, bro. Gonna get that flow. It's the Illmatic, Illmatic one. Yo, I'm the illest MC, but that's sort of unintentionally. I got that Crohn's disease. Let me tell you, it ain't easy. This Crohn's gets played. You need Remicade. Sometimes it really sucks. Your bowels does obstruct. You screaming, why me? Cause you need surgery, possible ileostomy, this ain't no jamboree. Crohn's Crohn's on your own, you feel it in your bones, call mama on the phone, um. Crohn's Crohn's on your own, you feel it in your bones, call mama on the phone. Mommy. Now one night you're out with your bros, feeling like a prison hoe, got pains you don't even know, your butt gonna explode. You're going, God, why? Every bathroom occupied. Your boy's like, don't stress. Your drawer's already a mess. Go home, change your pants. Come back, ready to dance. When it comes again for you, it's Crohn's attack, motherfucking too. with your lady and everything's just going gravy the sex is almost complete yo right when you feel that chipotle burrito Bubbling. the mood you 
it, didn't want to spoil it, but you got to hurry to the toilet, missing out on fellatio, gassing up that smelly bowl, oh, no. come back and try to spoon her, but she already called an Uber, you tell her she's really great, she tells you to masturbate, what's wrong on your own, you feel your bones call mama, mama, mama on the phone, now I don't mean to be crass, but I can't stand this pain in my ass, which lasts and blasts and takes me to test real fast since it's total bald to dash. The way it makes others take out a gas mask while hoping I die of an intestinal mass. It's a pain that gives whiplash, makes you feel like getting anally blast by a salad full mass. And I just want to be past all this pain, which makes me gasp and is really a check. My ass is gonna cash. Bronx rolls on your own, you feel it in your bones, call mama on the phone, um, Bronx rolls mommy, on your mommy. own, you feel I it need in you, your bones, call mama where you at mommy, I'm calling you, mommy, where you at, <laughs> that was brilliant, thanks a lot for that Matt, Matt wants to come on the show at some point, he's got, if you check, check him out on YouTube, he's got a few good songs on, He's a very funny man, actually, so hopefully we'll get him on in the new year and he'll be able to uh, give a lot more detail rather, yeah. than, rather than what I could remember about that. But, you know, get, getting back to what I know about Crohn's disease, basically what I read about it today, is that, you know, your, your body, one of the problems is that you can't eat things like red meat, but you still need that protein, of course, so <clears> that you <throat> can get energy. Nothing fried works either. But a good thing that you can eat is is boiled eggs. They're a great, great source of uh, of, of protein that's not very offensive to the the insides. And on that note, we're going to go over to Buck House now to join the royal family for breakfast. What do you do? Charles, seriously? You know what I do. I'm the wife of the true king. The world wants Harry as king, and you can't deny it. Well, the world is focused more on the bloody importance of organic eggs. I mean, what is one's breakfast without organically uh, sourced eggs? Oh, yes, because that's the real issue here. Forget your obsession with eggs, Charles. It's time for a new era. New era? Well, I'm more concerned about the era of non-organic produce infiltrating the palace. Um, guys, like, um, maybe we can... Harry, not now. Grown-ups are talking. Exactly. I could have sworn that uh, the one purchased a dozen new Rhode Island red hens last month. One doesn't want eggs from Tesco, you know. This is about more than eggs, Charles. The people want a king with a modern perspective. Diversity. Diversity? What on earth are you talking about? It's about us. An African-American wife, Charles, the monarchy needs to reflect the modern world. Uh, 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 Megan, I do have some thoughts on this whole king thing. Seriously? Harry, please, I'm handling your father's white privilege and inherent racism. Racism, Megan. I leave that to that ghastly Farage fellow. Now, back to my eggs. 
But if I'm king, there's the kilt issue, Meg. My, my knees are so knobbly. Harry, not now. We're discussing more important matters. Fine. The whole kilt thing is just... Ugh. What are you two talking about? But I'm not even sure if I want to king. Of course you do. Well, best of luck. <laughs> Would you two focus on breakfast and let's have an end to all this game of thrones, Balderdash? And will you stop this anti-feminist, anti-foreigner diatribe? Would anyone mind passing me a kipper? Well, you must be yoking. You ginger little oik. Wait till I tell your real father. You were talking about... The The throne. I I can't take this anymore. We're being persecuted. Come on, Harry, I'll write a book. And we'll put your name on it. And we'll make millions on chat shows in America. Break an egg. (laughs) Now... Where is one's breakfast? <laughs> Jimmy, I royally, <laughs> royally enjoyed that sketch. <laughs> Seriously, Rhode Island red hens. <laughs> That's one. Wait a minute, I got a, I got a bone to pick with you. You ginger little oink. What shall I tell your real father? No, you really have. <laughs> it's not an oink, an oink. <laughs> I don't, I, really, really. Uh, do like that though. How he starts off uh, with a uh, "Hello, what do you do?" Because I think that's all the royal family do, really, isn't it? They go and shake people's hands and say "Hello, what do you do?" "Hello, what do you do?" You know. <laughs> it, was, it was a brilliant sketch. I absolutely loved that, Jimmy. Loved it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we got. We got the right kind of voice talent on that one, didn't we? <laughs> didn't we just? Yes. And, and everybody do, everybody doing it lives in my house. <laughs> so anyway, let's go over and do Post of the Week. Awesome. Yeah. Black Milkshake, best posts of the week. Post of the week comes in from Walter Dickinson in Ballsbridge, Dublin. A friend of the show, Jimmy, and a tip-top bloke who likes whipping out posts on the Black Milkshake mother page week in and week out. And he has pulled off this little beauty, especially for this podcast episode, Jimster. John Wayne Bobbitt just had his manhood sliced off by his wife, and she hurls it out onto the road. Two old biddies driving past... And it smashes, smack, whack, onto the window screen. Sweet Mary, Mother of God, what the hell sort of an insect was that? Said one of the old biddies. I haven't a feckin' clue, said the other one. But did you see the size? Did you see the size of the John Thomas on it? (laughs) (laughs) Brilliant, brilliant. Dickinson in yeah. Ballsbridge, Dublin. Well done, Walter. What a great place to uh, to be from when you tell a joke like that. Thanks a lot, Walter, and, and all the people in... That's the surname. In, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> to, to all the Dickinson clan and, and all the people of Ballsbridge, thanks very much for that. Okay, 
Next week is our 50th episode, and we've got a lovely little licky end at Christmas sketch where Norma tries to entice the postman upstairs to inspect her Christmas stockings. And we've got Lost in Translation making a return and all the usual. In a busy week, we've also finalised our new artwork shakers. So, if you go on Black Milkshake Comedy Podcast, you'll get a sneak preview of when we start talking Istan bollocks. <laughs> yeah. So, as we mentioned before, we interviewed teen singing sensation Michael Maloney as well this week, and we've set up a YouTube channel also called Talking Istanbulics, where we'll put some of the best comedy sketches up. There are a few Morgan Friedman ones up there, and I put up a Donald Trump one today. So, please, please subscribe to that. Episode 49 coming to an end. Thank you again a million for your support, Shakers. Please share this podcast link on your social media. Yeah, remember this show takes up a big chunk of our week and we can only do it if you tell everyone you know to listen to the show, so that would be greatly appreciated. Please get some poetry requests in, please. Maybe a Lost in Translation story too. And a five-star review on Apple. And subscribe on YouTube page, please. Special thanks to Morgan Friedman, King Charles, Meghan Markle, Ginger Harry, Valerie Richards... (laughs) Matt Dagan, James Joyce, Irish Pop, Girl Radio UK, Eamon McAndrew. Sometimes, Shakers, I can be blunt, but seriously, on a final note, especially all the male Shakers, for the love of God, for the love of God, keep a watchful eye over your John Thomas. It's a matter of night and death. Until <laughs> next week. Good skills. Good skills. <laughs> Black Milkshake Comedy Podcast was presented by Ray Mack and Yormer Kierko and was produced by James Kirk. No animals or copyright were violated during the making of this podcast. Black Milkshake 2023.